0: We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 a.m., 312-255-8408, or you can go to, right now, youtube.com slash Chicago. Mark Tracy, Executive Director over at Holy Name, sitting in for my boss, the Rector, Father Greg Sakowicz, who is under the weather. He's taking a day off to recoup. He probably needs more than a day, but at least he's taking some time uh, off to get better, I'd also like to thank Dr. Linda Curry from University of St. Mary of the Lake. What a wonderful first half of our show, which leads into another wonderful second half of our show. Uh, we have our guests are from the St. Pope John Paul II Newman Center at UIC. Our guests are Becca Siar. I hope I pronounced that correct, Becca. And Father Tim Anastos. Tim, I'll say I'll call you Father Tim Uh I know Tim from Mundline days, but I've also been at different liturgies where you have preached, and you're absolutely an outstanding preacher. Um, So let's start. Thank you. Yeah, let's start our show. Becca, why don't you start? Give us a little bit of background on how are you connected uh, to the Newman Center, and then I'll ask Father Tim the same thing. A little bit of history, maybe, of the Newman Center too, so people, some people, our listeners may not understand even what a Newman Center is.
1: Sure. Yeah. So my name is Becca Sire. I am the director of campus ministry at the St. John Paul II Newman Center. Um, I've been here about four years and I love it. It's yeah, a joy of my you life. You can tell on, on your work. face.
0: You can tell on your face. Yeah. <laughs> For our radio <laughs> listeners, there's this big smile, big smile. Oh, yes. Yeah, it really is.
1: It's. I, I always say like, I love my job. My students say I say it too much sometimes, but <laughs> it truly really is so fun just to hang out with the students. Um, but yeah, we have been here in our building that currently exists since nineteen eighty. Well that's let's back up. Uh, let, let,
0: let's back up, Becca. How did you yeah, sure. how did you get to that spot? What was your journey that landed you in ministry there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'll try to make it really brief. Okay. I was a biochem major in undergrad and was considering pharmacy. And then into my junior year, I was preparing for pharmacy school interviews and Preparing for the PCAT and the number one question I was getting from friends who were help helping prep me for interview uh, work for the pharmacy school, they were asking, "Why do you want to be a pharmacist?" And I was kind of deer in the headlights, like, "I don't actually don't know." So I had never really <laughs> discerned my vocation until that point. So I dove into prayer, and again, long story short, I just had it revealed to me that ministry was my calling and that God was really calling me to do it. So I did. The complete 180 and entered into a master's in theology program out at the University of Notre Dame called ECHO where I could serve the church for two years and work towards my master's so I was placed in the Diocese of Juliet to work as a parish apprentice in Naperville to parish there for two years doing youth ministry young adult ministry and then just knew I really wanted to work with college students so after I graduated the program uh, this job opened up, and I said yes and moved into the city, and I've been here ever since.
0: Beautiful. Now, this is a little aside, but someone who had your same journey, who I want to keep in prayer today, is Father Tom Bama. He he studied Mm. at Butler, and he was going to be a pharmacist. And he probably came to the same thing. Why? And then all of a sudden he realized he was called to be a priest. And Father yeah. Tim, you know, Father Bama real well. Let's keep him in prayer. He had a stroke recently and he's recovering now. So let's keep him in prayer. And Tim, what about mm-hmm. you? Um, what brought you well, maybe just a little bit of your vocation journey and then why the John? You you said yes to this assignment. Why did you say Yes.
2: Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, well, I'm not really sure why I was <laughs> called here. It's Jesus. I guess the answer is Jesus. Uh, but very briefly, um, I grew up in Mundelein, Illinois, like right across the street from, from the, the seminary, seminary, right? And then went on to Carmel High School, then from Carmel High School, went to University of Illinois, where I studied linguistics Um, definitely felt a call to the seminary and so right after graduating University of Illinois um, yeah went into seminary spent my six years in seminary and uh, became a priest got ordained I've been a priest for four years now and my first three years were at Mary Seat of Wisdom in Park Ridge Mm -hmm. and when I was there I served as kind of the the chaplain for all of the high school students. We have a really big youth program that has about 350 teens in in the youth ministry program. Um, And so I really dived into youth ministry and just being able to walk with teens on the journey of their faith. And so I think that's why maybe uh, the Cardinal and priests who are way more smart than me um, decided that I, I might fit well. In college ministry, after being with teens for a long time, just being with young people. Were you involved? Were
0: you involved at the Newman Center when you were in college?
2: Yes, exactly. Which which
0: Newman Center was that? Champaign? No, where were you? That was in Champaign. That was St.
2: John's at the University of Illinois. And so I found my vocation through a Newman Center. Hello, um, listeners, listen
0: up, listen up. Say that again. (laughs) Could you say that again? Father Tim,
2: <laughs> I found <laughs> I found my vocation through the Newman Center.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Becca, now let's talk a little bit about the Newman Center. What? Give us yeah, a little of bit of background, uh, maybe some programs, and then we'll dive a little deeper.
1: Sure. Yeah. The whole concept of the Newman Center came from St. Now St. John Henry Newman, who really just wanted to invest in students at the higher education level, um, essentially get the Catholic presence on a higher education level. So um, a lot of Newman centers happen or or exist really at secular institutions. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a space where students can come and be themselves and learn and ask questions as they're figuring out who they are and what they believe, especially when they're no longer under the umbrella of their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, So here at UIC, again, like I was sharing a little earlier, we established this building that we're in right now um, in 19, 80, But the Newman Club and Association has kind of preexisted that Um, UIC is unique in that we used to have a campus over near the Navy Pier area in Chicago. And then around the 60s, I think, is when they moved over to where they are now. And through that kind of transition, the students really rallied and asked Cardinal Cody at the time for a full-time chaplain to help assist them um, in their efforts to evangelize students and continue building community as they were asking questions and really trying to live out their faith as college students. So he said yes and gave them a a chaplain. And ever since then, we've kind of had a full-time chaplain here at the center to walk with the students and accompany them and um, a lot of the work that we're continuing to do is just based off the foundation that was started so many years ago and as i said this building was erected and are really dedicated in 1980 and it was unique because when uh, john paul ii was in chicago in 1979 they got to ask him before he was even a saint if they could name the building after him and Beautiful. he said yes and so then, of course, we became, you know, venerable and then blessed and now saint. So it's just really cool that we got to ask a now saint if we can name the building after him and, and to continue what his work was.
0: Exactly. As hope. As we're going to take a little break. And Father Tim, when we come back, I want to ask you from your experience at the Newman Center when you were a student to the students that you see now what do you see what are similarities what are differences we'll be back in a few minutes wndz 750 am catholic chicago on your dial or you can go to youtube.com slash catholic chicago with we're with father tim and becca and we're talking about the saint pope john paul ii newman center at uic we'll be back in a few minutes please stay tuned
3: Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age nine to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. 937-3375. Nine three seven three three seven five.
0: We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312 255 8408. You can also see us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Mark Terese here sitting in for Father Greg Sakowitz, who is recouping from, looks like a summer cold, but as I told our receptionist, the Holy Name this morning, if he comes down, send him right back to his room to rest. Um, We're here with Father Tim and with Becca. Tim, when we took a break, I had said I would ask you, you know, you said part of your uh, journey to the priesthood was importantly influenced by your involvement at the Newman Center. What do you see uh, from where you were when you were at the Newman Center, and what do you see now in terms of the quality of the students? Don't forget Father John Karchi, who's the rector at Mundelein. He was at Calvert House, and uh, that influenced his journey to the priesthood. So, Tim, what what do you see? What what are some similarities, and What are some of the changes that you've seen in terms of how the ministry happens at Newman Center?
2: Yeah. Thank you, Mark. And Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) there's so many similarities that I see with when I was at the, at the Newman Center U of I Mm -hmm. and with what I see now with students. And one of the main things is just this, this search for truth. Like every college kid in one way or another is searching for some, some truth um, to grow in their knowledge, to grow in like what, what is the meaning of life? And so Newman centers really provide um, that truth, as as we know Jesus Christ said, "I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life." And so we get to show them who that truth is, um, and that's what I discovered, at least when I was at at the Newman Center. And um, what about the students so, now
0: that you see? I, I, they're pursuing that truth. Is are there any differences that you see between, you know, when you yeah, were there and now?
2: The Definitely. Thank you. The, the difference is definitely the fact that they are being bombarded way more with social media, with all of these apps that they have, Instagram, TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. Snapchat, where it is very, very difficult to keep your mind set on, on the truth, that you're just distracted. Um, there's so much distraction. I fall into distraction too. And so to be able to provide um, a safe haven where people can dialogue and have conversations and actually talk about real life and not just live their whole college life being distracted.
0: That's great. That's great. Becca, what about programs? What kind, and don't forget to give us contact information if there are young people listening or if there are parents of young people listening. Uh, how do what kind of programs are there and how do they contact you?
1: Yeah, so we do a variety of different things here. Um, first and foremost is just building community. So we offer a lot of different social events uh, for students just to come and meet one another and um, just build that community with one another, knowing that we're all pursuing the same thing, that source of truth that Father Tim was talking about. Um, we have Bible studies. We have focused missionaries on campus that lead Bible studies and they train students to lead Bible studies too, uh, regularly multiple days during the week. Um, We have retreats, we have daily mass, we have Sunday mass, confession opportunities, adoration, praise and worship nights, uh, you name it. There's so many different ways that students can come and just learn and be um, as they discover who they are. And then yeah, our contact info. So we are on social media on Facebook and Instagram. It's at JP the number two Newman. And then The number two, not,
0: not, the, not the Roman numeral, the number
1: Correct. two. Correct, okay. yes, okay. the number two. <laughs> okay. But it's jp2newman.org is our website where people can learn more about the programming that we're doing. They can meet our staff. We have all of our staff pictures and contact info there. Or if they do want to support us in our ministry, uh, we'll gladly take it, whether prayers or financial support, and people can support us on our website as well.
0: And then maybe Tim and Becca, how, how are you— preparing for the new school i imagine even though the people take classes all year you're preparing for the new school you're a new influx of um, students how how do you let them know you're around
1: yeah i can speak to that so it's really beautiful we form this really amazing relationship with the school so every student that comes through their orientation uh, takes what's called a religious preference survey. So it's not required. It's completely optional. Most of the students will take it, but that allows us to get a list of every single student who's self-identifying as Catholic as they come into the school. So immediately we have thousands of students' names, emails, phone numbers that we can contact them and say, Hey, we're here. We'd love to meet you. We'll share about our welcome week activities, which we usually have several just so students can come and learn about the Newman Center and start building that community. And then, yeah, we send emails, we'll do social media posts. So really any way that we possibly can to get the word out about who we are and what we're doing is going to be helpful to meet those students. And then personal invite. We'll have our students and missionaries go out on campus and our staff really to go out on campus just to meet the students and hang out with them and invite them to our center.
0: Now, Tim, is there Sunday mass there for the students or how does that work?
2: There is. There's Sunday mass at 11 a.m. and then 7 p.m., No, believe. I believe.
0: I don't want to take people, take people away from their parishes, but uh, is anybody welcome? Like at the Shield on Northwestern, you know, anybody can come to the
2: Mass. Absolutely. Everyone is welcome. And we have daily Mass every day here now during the summer. And that's one thing that we have a lot of locals around the area who come to Mass as well. And, yeah, everyone is welcome. What time
0: is that Mass?
2: You that's know, at
0: 1205. And give people the address, too, because some people may not, may have heard the name but not know exactly where you're, how to get there.
1: Yeah, it's 700 South Morgan Street. So we're in kind of the little Italy area, um, 700 South Morgan Street. We do have a small parking lot that's available for mass. So if anyone's driving, they can come. Or we're right off the blue line, the UIC um, Halstead blue line stop as well.
0: Good. Well, we're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago, and we will be back to continue our conversation of the St. Paul John Paul II Newman Center at UIC with Becca Father Tim. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
3: Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219.
0: We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash catholicchicago. I'd like to ask both of you a question that really surfaced in the earlier part of our program with Dr. Linda Curry. I'd be curious, as you work with students at the college age, and I would imagine you're college age, we're talking like 18, 19 to 25, and are maybe some older, uh, older students too, but uh, she talked about pol- the polarization of traditional and progressive Catholics. Um, and I was wondering, as you look at this young people population, uh, two things. What, what, what are real Catholic issues that hit the table there? With traditional, progressive, I'd call on the fence, and those who are searching, um, in terms of faith, what are issues that that hit the table with your population? And then how how do you work with folks? And I know you, Becca, you had mentioned a retreat. Um, just expand your thinking for me on, uh, you know, you're not going to have everybody walking through the door thinking the same thing, so. How do you work with that? Maybe uh, Becca first and then Father Tim.
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely one of the issues I've seen students kind of wrestling with is the issues of morality, Mm -hmm. right, as they're figuring out again, like I said, who they are um, and the reality is like we are sexual beings, right? And so, especially in college, we're trying to define what does that mean in light of our faith. And so, at least here, that's the beauty of Newman Centers is that you really could engage in conversations with one another. So through the Bible studies, or we have another initiative, this is what makes UIC unique, is that we're starting what's called Core Coffee,
4: Mm-hmm. So it's a
1: coffee shop. It's actually in our Newman Center. And our hope and desire is that any student, regardless of their faith background, whether they're Catholic or not, can come and get a really good cup of coffee and and have really good conversations with one another, really honest conversations with one another about some of these issues that they're struggling with or learning about and trying to learn what the church teaches um, on these issues. So that's one of the ways that we do is just to create the environment for those conversations to happen and then having... You you know, the support of the staff there that are you know, a little bit more well-versed or trained in what the teaching is to so just kind of guide and support and to share resources so we can learn together as we're accompanying each other.
0: So as you look at it, there's a faithfulness um, to what you're doing there in terms of the teachings of the church, but there's a, an openness for people to explore what that means in their lives right now. So that, that's right. wonderful. And Father Tim, what about you?
2: Yeah. And I agree with everything that Becca said about morality and just to add to that, another thing that just is a big concern that can be polarizing is just uh, identity. Like what, what are people's identities, how they see themselves? Um, Just trying to figure out their own identity is a huge thing as a college student, because there's so many things from the external that is telling them, no, you need to identify like this or whatever it might be Um, along. I mean, back when John Paul II was working with young people, it was that people's identity was just their work, you know, with everything that was going on with communism. But for now, the culture is saying you need to choose your own identity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so through the Newman Center, through core coffee, through the renovation that we're doing in the chapel, um, everything is pointing towards how you have an identity, um, and that is you're a son and a, or a daughter of the Lord and that you are loved.
0: Beautiful. So. And that's just so 700 North Morgan is the address where the coffee shop South is. South Morgan. South Morgan, which is also where the coffee shop is.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, great. Now, my last question before we have to close for both of you is, uh, Jim Close, when I was at Mercy Home, always asked the young people this. And you're young people. Compared to me, you're really young. Um, What are your dreams? What are your dreams for the Newman Center? Becca, you've invested four years of your life. And Father Tim, you're investing your priestly ministry. What are your dreams for the place? Becca and then Tim?
1: Yeah, I think when I first started here, and even when Father Connor, our director and chaplain, started, both of us had this vision of just making this Newman Center an iconic spot on campus that, Every single student, regardless if they're Catholic or not, know that there's truth, beauty, and goodness that can be found here. So that's one of the dreams is that no matter who you are at UIC, you know this center, or at least have heard of this center and desire to come and check it out yourself. Um, But I think the ultimate goal is to send out missionary disciples into the world. Like how can we train our students to be disciples, but also to make disciples themselves Uh, because they're the ones who are spending the time with their peers with their families. So they're really the ones that are going to inspire this change in, on campus and in our city. And so how can we best train them and equip them and accompany them so that they can be these missionary disciples out on campus and in the world?
0: Beautiful. Mother Teresa said one smile makes a difference in the mm-hmm. world. Father Tim, what about you? Uh,
2: yeah, thanks for asking the question. Mm-hmm. It's a really good question. Um, first of all, my dream is to... Uh, eventually, beat Becca in ping pong one of these days. <laughs> that, uh, but that, that uh, may the be a second dream. <laughs> more important hope and dream is um, to be able to uh, witness one of this, at least one of the students' weddings um, that they fulfill oh, their vocation to marriage. Um, that I get to be at one of our students' ordinations to the priesthood, and that I get to be at one of the students' religious professions. I'm um, just to witness. Uh, the fruit that can come from Newman Center College Ministry.
0: And the Newman Centers are a seedbed for vocations to priestly ministry and to the religious life, and you folks are vocation directors um, on that campus. So I'd like to thank Becca Ciar and Father Tim Anastos for their time spending with us here at Catholic Chicago talking about the St. John Paul II Newman Center at UIC 700 South Morgan. J, is it jp number two uh the website Newman. real quick go ahead
1: jp number two org or at jp2newman on our social media
0: wonderful thanks becca thanks to all of our listeners for listening to catholic chicago today get well father greg um, and blessings to you this week and this weekend